what is the big secret? Sure, my guest, whistleblower Layman Wesler, has been very open about his time travel experiences. But the entire time, uh, no universal paradox related to an unintentional pun intended. He's been hinting that the government, that everybody working on the project, knows a big secret. My name is Greg Bornstein, consciousness disruptor, cultural hypnotist, curator of experience, and your chief looper. The strangeness is revealed in part three on Open Loops, conversations that bend. That's what the big secret is. What this world actually is. Like, if you want to, like, if you've seen, uh, like, Men in Black, how it ends with some aliens playing marbles and we happen to be inside the marble, right? You know, that's the big secret. But I mean, I'm not telling you what the secret is. I'm just saying the Hadron Collider is not the secret. Um, But I'm saying they're generating power. Why do they need 9.9 billion degrees? Well, because if you can get the energy, because heat is energy. See, don't think of it as like 9.9 billion degrees. Think of it as, well, how hot is it inside a nuclear reactor? You know, it's pretty, pretty much hotter than the sun there too, right? So what are they doing with it? Well, they're, they're obviously doing something. I have not heard that they're time traveling with it. But I know in our system, if we could have got the energy higher, which we did, we're able to get more precise. So maybe... Um, Maybe they are trying to go to parallel universes or open. Right. Maybe they're trying to flip that record album over because I I do know they, the people that I worked with, it wasn't like we're working this system where you're running these actions and we're time traveling and we're all happy to go lucky and let's just time travel and then all we, we can all just go home and <clears throat> we'll just do it again on Monday. Well, wait a minute there's got to be a progression why i don't i never could figure out why we were really time traveling our part of it was you know they're going back in time but what what's how many times do you need to see lincoln assassinated like in Bashiago's case you know he went back several times and he could see himself and that's the other thing the whole you know you can't go back in time and touch yourself and you'll explode you know like time cop it doesn't yeah. work that way you are still alive your particles that are in a confined space and when you go to touch that other particle in a confined space you're just going to push it so i could go push myself around and and i'm not occupying the same space because i'm pushing you out of the way so that whole all these movie things that people try to use to justify well this can't be really true because you can't the grandfather paradox no (laughs) you know Mm. if i go back and kill my grandfather um I don't know, I probably didn't risk that one. But, if you know, if I were a time traveler, if I saw my grandfather, my grandfather is not going to say, oh, my God, that's me when I was a kid. Right? You're not going to automatically jump to, that's me as a child, or that's me as 25, you know. Yeah. You know, I see someone that looks like me younger, 
I go, wow, that guy kind of looks, he favors me, you know? So all these movie ideas, you know, and that's the problem with the Hadron Collider. Everybody thinks it's just particle collisions. Well, how many do you need to collide? I mean, how much collision do you need to, per they already have the God particle. Tell me this, why do you think they, based on your, your understanding, I mean, you were talking about projects happening in the United States. Um, it, did did people independently discover this in other countries? Did they know about this in France? They know about it in uh, Russia, for instance. Um, you know, I mean, is there are there other time travel? Pro we we hear about the U.S. secret space program, but there's a China secret space program. Did you see there was an article? Actually, let me let me throw this out there. China, first of all, uh, and Andy Bashago talked about it on my show. China apparently bans public discourse about time travel uh or you can't have time travel <laughs> movies something like that is pretty weird over i don't know how true that is but the other thing is that there was an article that came out in popular mechanic uh saying it looks like these are plans that if you translate them point to a time machine it looks like these visit this plan is for a full-fledged they could build a time machine over there and the chinese are really denying it they are they're they're almost saying they're saying too much without even asking they have come forward and said hey see this thing we promise this is not time travel this isn't a time travel device um i mean what do you think who's got it in the world besides us well they do i'm sure they do but how do they discover it independently and it's just a coincidence that people figure out well, the ley line thing or is it a whole different technology you think I will tell you this, everyone, all, all the major countries of the world became aware of it, uh, I would say in the 50s, 50s and 60s, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was, um, I'm not, because you know, you think about these people that came to work, you know, I didn't say who worked, I didn't say it was, I mean, it wasn't, it was invented in America, as far as my part, right. of it, you know, what I know about, but it doesn't mean that it was only Americans that, you know, did it. Cause I guarantee the Germans were involved after world war II. <clears throat> do you, do you, do you believe they went to a Antarctica? What's your thought on that? I always have to ask people who, who the Nazis, the oh, Nazis. No, no. no. And I can, that's part of it. No, there's no way they did. Um, really? So they, that's just a fear. Did. That's just a, uh, disinformation. Well, if they did, no, there's no, they went to Venezuela and Argentina and stuff, but they did not go to, <clears throat> you got to ask yourself, um, I mean, we're not going to go off on it tonight, but the big secret does involve Antarctica. If you look at Antarctica, there's why there, there, <laughs> Antarctica has, it's a non, you're not allowed to have any military presence there, right? Yeah, but I guarantee you, if you have the money to take a boat to Antarctica, if you get or an ex-Russian um, glacier cutter, or you hire a boat, you hire a ship, not a boat, a ship, and you go past a certain point in the ocean coming up on Antarctica, you're you're not going to be allowed to stay. You're not going to be able to stay there. You're going to be turned around. And you're not going to be, it's very protected. And they say it's because the environmental, it's a pure landscape, right? Even though 
Alaska is the same type pure landscape, but we allow oil and whatever resources to come out there. Antarctica is a different situation. And it's part of that big secret I was talking about that the, yeah, the, the Russians had time travel, um, Germans, everyone. I mean, after World War II, because if Germany and if Germany had actually had time travel, they would have used it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. And that's not the TV show, by the way, that I was talking about. You know, the whole um, the alternate timeline where Germany right. <clears throat> won the war. But so everybody knew about it. And now you would ask, well, how do we police each other? How do we keep each other from going back in time in China, you know, going back and killing the Mongolians, first of all, and then heading, you know, due west to take out Europe so that China is the superpower of all superpowers by this time in history, right? You know, how do you keep them from doing that? And I can explain, it is part of that big secret that basically we're children inside a playroom and we're not in charge. And I'm not gonna say it's aliens, but I will tell you this, none of us are in charge and time travel is a toy we're allowed to play with in their mind um, that none of us would risk it. So, I mean, there were certain things we could do that we would do. And I, obviously the Basiagos, he knew about these six or seven time travel situations and Montauk, I, I looked into it after we spoke and, uh, or, you know, chatted and, the Montauk I knew about was the research lab where they were splicing DNA and doing different genetic testing with yeah. animals. I had no idea that there was this um, story that had leaked out about time travel and, and teleportation. And I had no idea about that. I was talking Montauk. I knew about the Montauk animals that had been created. Yeah, the monster. At, yeah, the monster. There's been three or four that came out that washed ashore. So I have no doubt there's people playing God. And then now, now it just came out recently, Battelle in Columbus, Ohio, the memory metal that came from Roswell ended up at Battelle and Battelle came up with um, a name for it in the 50s now. Like 1956, there's a name or 19, you know, 50s and 60s, they invented this memory metal. I don't remember that. Is that a Mandela or is that, mm. did, did someone go back and change time? Because now I'm blown away again. I'm, I was up frustrated and upset. I told my wife, even I said, I don't understand how this now exists. <laughs> memory metal is no big deal now. Does like, she know the whole thing? That, Does she know about uh, all this? Um. You know, she only wants to know certain things. Yeah, um, probably a good idea. You know, it actually almost was a deal breaker. Like when we first met, I told her some things. Um, I told her some things about 9-11. And, uh, <clears throat> and then when th that was the proof she needed that I gave her information about 9-11. Before it and, happened. Yeah, and, and what it really is. And then she... Once that, I think, but we, we agreed not, we agreed not to talk about it. Wait but, a minute. So you're telling me um, if I were to talk to your wife and I'm not, but if I were to ask her, um, Hey, your husband, he predicted nine 11. She would say, yeah. Hey, what is the answer to that question? What is the answer to all your questions? Well, find out. 
by making sure you're subscribed to Open Loops. Just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash open loops. It'll tell you how to subscribe. It'll also tell you how to keep this content going by following the show and rating it and leaving a few words. Even just a couple of thoughts. Uh, well, even words like, good, Greg, good. Even that. Yeah, I, I, I don't expect you to be geniuses. Heck, I'm not. But it definitely helps get this content out there. Very grateful for you. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash open loops. Well, you know, it'd be pretty easy. No, she, she, she would, she would not. She, she's pretty scared of the whole situation because um, I'm not. I'm but not if she wasn't outfit. scared, she could say, yeah, he told me exactly how oh, it was going to yeah. play out, who was behind oh, yeah. it, and yeah. it came to life. Yeah. Well, you look at, I mean, George, George Bush's brother was the head of the security company that protected the Twin Towers. Hmm. <laughs> So, right. right. And it, not to go off on the 9-11 thing, because <clears throat> I was very angry with 9-11 when it first happened. I was very angry that it actually went ahead and it happened. Um, but here's the thing. Um, it's something to think about. If you go back and read the 9-11 commission report. Everything is in there. Everything you need to know is in that report. For you to say, wait a minute, look into all the people that made cell phone calls from the airplane, from the jets, not not the, the phones that are in the planes, which I've never seen a sky plane, I mean, a sky phone or whatever they're called. But there were a ton of people that remember the guy that said, let's roll. Mm. He Vaguely. called from flight 93. He called his he called his he tried to call his his wife. And he couldn't, so he went to call his parents on his cell phone, but right. he couldn't make it to them either because they were out. And he he told the the woman that he was the Verizon operator he was talking to on his Verizon cell phone. So first of all, not to go off on this, but on that flight, did all these people jump on their cell phones? And all these terrorists said, "Everybody, sit down and shut up." but feel free to use your cell phone. <laughs> Go ahead. Everyone, please use the sky phone. Please, everyone, sit down. Captains, get in the back of the plane, sit down. You know, we've hijacked it. We got it. We're flying it. But everybody, go ahead, make phone calls. It's absolutely fine. You got to ask yourself, that does not match up with what? What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Okay. And so if you knew about 9-11 before it happened, the only way you'd know that is if someone came from the future to tell you, and then who would believe if any of us had told anyone else? Now, I will tell you this. I'm not at my home right now. And I did tell my wife. We weren't married at the time. Okay. I told her what about, I told her some stuff about that. And that very day, I was, I was taught a lesson that uh, scared her enough that if you, were to, if you were to go to my house right now and take her at gunpoint and put 
and and ask her about 9-11 and what your husband told her, your boyfriend at the time, what you knew, what he knew about it, she would deny any of it. She would not talk about it. She, um, she, as far as I know, she might even say, you know, I have no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I think that's what she would say. Is that by choice or is that actually a mental state? Has she talked herself into not believing it? Oh no, she believes it. She just, she would just never come forward with it. She, she, she has enough control. So when I told her the information, we weren't living in the current place we're living now. We were in a, we were in a rental place. Okay. A rental home. Right. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And I told her in the very next day, you know, this is prior to it happening, okay? This would be like me saying, tomorrow, a dozen eggs are going to fall and break in downtown Chicago. This is September 10th, 2001. Well, no, you're assuming I told her the day before. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so, um, so when that, when I told her the very next day, I was visited upon in a, in a public location, mind you. I was actually in a retail store, and people came in and got me. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no doubt. In front of, in front of several people, even people I was with, came in and got me, and um, I took. I was given a ride home. Um, after an undesignated amount of time that I have no idea how much time. And then if you ask me in front of my family in my house, I would have to say, I have no idea what you're talking about. 9-11 is exactly the way it happened. But since I'm not at my home right now, because I guarantee anything I say at my home, um, they're listening. Wait a minute. So what did they tell you? Did they, they gave you, they, they gave you a strict talking to, they said, Hey, what you did there, you, you that was that 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 was a violation. That's that's strike one. Did they give you that kind of thing? Yeah, and if you want to keep doing what you're doing with what you know the the if I want to stay involved in the time travel situation, um, you know, that would be the least of my worries. Just losing your job would be the least of your worries because. 20,000 people a year go missing. You ever thought of that? <laughs> right. And you, know, right. and you know what they say? It's runaways. Have you ever heard that? There's a ton of them that are runaways and they come back. Okay, count those out. <laughs> go ahead. Please count those people out. Now, look it up. Here's the weird thing. There's no national, there's no national database. There's missing and exploited children, sure. But there's no missing and ex- there's no missing and exploited people, you know, adults, website or government group. If you think 20,000 or more people disappear a year, counting, even counting if half of them are runaways and they come back home. So that's 10,000 a year. Divide that by 50 states, still 200 people per state every year. So it's almost a person a day goes missing. And yet you really don't, you know, you don't see anything about it, right? Yeah, that's strange. So if I were to go missing <clears throat> and they went to my wife, you know, my girlfriend at the time, because, you know, she didn't even really know what I was doing at the time. You know what I mean? Um, 
Okay, so wait. So to get back to this, um, what we're saying right now is that your wife knows a little bit about this. People know about time travel over the world. There's something going on that's a big secret. I want to piece this all together. Um, but I also, 1938, tell me this, Norfolk, Virginia, um, can you briefly tell me how this connects to the Philadelphia experiment? Does it? Um, yeah, you know, um, that wasn't our project. I would say that's part of Pegasus. I have no doubt that they would, because right now there was talk when I, when I left in 2011, or um, what am I talking about? Um, yeah, I think when they, when I left in 2011, they were talking about this. The the did I send you the the round pictures of the honeycomb, like yeah, the honeycomb. That's off the web, but that's the closest we'd come to on the last version of the time traveling machine that was used when I, when I left in 2011, <clears throat> but they were talking about going away from somehow they were going to try to use not the round honey, like the, the round, perfect round coil system. They, they were going to incorporate it into other metallic objects. And let's say like, you know, like the titter car, you know, his car kind of thing, but that's because other programs had been experimenting with putting the same coil systems in metal objects to see if anything inside the ship could go. So basically they would make the ship, you would hook it to a ley line with enough energy. And there again, like I said, Norfolk had the energy and you could make that ship disappear into a time that you could go back. That's why the two days seems interesting with the Philadelphia experiment, right? They, that's a two day they had people had said they saw it two days earlier or moments earlier in um, they would have to be two days by the time this happened in the forties. If they were to get the energy high enough, they could move it to another location on the ley lines. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how they would, I don't know if they, how they would do that though, because there's no ley lines that run from Norfolk to Boston Harbor. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was Boston Harbor right i don't it was philadelphia no philadelphia and norfolk yeah that's what it was. not boston there's no ley line between philadelphia and norfolk but maybe they weren't using ley lines this is where so tesla's idea was actually to do above ground energy but you know they took his tower down but did they take it down because it took out the power grid when it remember, you know, the whole story of how his, his device took out the power grid. Hmm. Well, that was, it was too much news. They got too much publicity. So maybe his work went, I have a feeling Tesla worked on the Navy ship. And I can imagine if you, like I said, by 2028, our version of the time traveler machine is not going to move. It's going to stay exactly like you're going to be in Norfolk, like no matter how far back you go back in time. was That's kind of scary. 
how do you know that they are uh, moving in that direction? I mean, why, why is, uh, yeah, have you seen it? Have people told you that it's getting there? No, no. When I left, they were progressing to making the artificial ley lines. I think it's just a, if they can get it to be in Norfolk in 2028, you think of the potential then. All you have to do then is take the device that people are traveling in anywhere in the country or the world as long as you have the energy that you can hook to it to make it happen you know what i mean it makes it portable because you don't have to jump on the ley lines you don't jump from crossing lines to another crossing line that's where they were headed is that they could move it around so if you think about it if you build a big if then if you could make it bigger and i did hear this uh, since like I can't, you know, I told you I can't talk to anybody that I used to work with. I didn't know their names. Yeah. And you there's no company picnic. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like if, I, if you were to come right now and kidnap me and threaten to harm me unless I take you to Norfolk and get in, I would not be able to get in. Hmm. You'd be wasting your time because the moment I retired from the, the program you know, thank you. Goodbye. Here's your, here's your, you know, goodbye gold watch or whatever, you know, goodbye. They don't, they, they, do they have an exit interview where they tell you, Hey, look, you saw what you saw. And if you tell anybody you're done. Yeah. They have an exit interview that says basically, um, they, they don't threaten you except for the fact that, you know, no one's going to believe you, <laughs> you know, right. They, we all know no one's going to, no one's going to believe it. <clears throat> I I could take, I could drive my mother, you know, if she were, if my father were still alive, I could drive him to Norfolk and tell him what I did and he might believe it. But my mother, she wouldn't, you know, if I drove her there and she sat in the room with me and watched it happen, she wouldn't believe it. Cause she doesn't believe it. And that's how the world is. People are not believing things like people, no people that don't believe in Bigfoot are never going to believe in Bigfoot. If you get a Bigfoot. So those people who see in 2028, you take a time machine in New York or wherever Hollywood or, you know, Washington DC or anywhere on live TV and watch someone time travel. It's special effects. They don't believe it. It's, you know, it's right in front of them. They will never believe it. So I could, there was no, the exit interview was not threatening. It was like, you know, don't tell anybody, don't say anything, don't make us visit you, you know. Um, I'm trying to imagine why you would make this up right now. I'm sitting here going, okay, he's using a fake name. He's <laughs> he's protecting his identity. Um, you know, obviously you, you, you do have some understanding of physics. Um, you know, it's it would be... For people that are just making stuff up, uh, I don't know. I mean, is there – have you considered the possibility that everything you saw is just, uh, I don't know, an exaggerated – I don't want to say delusion, but, um, you know, or mind control? That That's the other criticism sometimes people get. Oh, you were part of a mind control experiment. I mean, what is your relationship to your sense of reality? Well, you know, I have USAA insurance. 
Hmm. And yet I've never been in the military. And my father never did USAA. <laughs> Interesting. It, it comes down to an advertisement. You, you need to get them as a sponsor. It comes down to there's a paper trail there. Unless they cover cut me off next week. <laughs> We've decided to drop you because you're <laughs> but yeah, I maybe hey, who's to say I maybe I didn't see what I saw, you know? Maybe it was maybe like an implant, like uh but is it more believable that they could modify little parts of my brain to make a story happen? Now I think aliens could do that more so than you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, could it be because, you know, you see these people talk about being abducted and there was like one, there's been a few of them where they said it was normal soldiers on a ship. And then, then the aliens. So maybe the aliens are all like, maybe those are people in like elaborate suits. And look, I don't mean to throw off yeah. your sense of reality here completely. No, but, no. But it is, you know, when, when you're talking about something as intense as this. Um, oh, yeah. You know, some people are going to listen and go, okay, this guy was, uh, you know, he was avoiding answering some questions. He he was um, saying <laughs> things that were so, I mean, and of course, I, 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 I yeah. understand why you might. But. Um, oh, I'll I, answer any question, actually, if you. I just didn't some of the things you've asked me I don't know anything about like <clears throat> no no it's totally know. fine um if no, one I... person comes on and knows everything about everything around that seems suspicious to me anyway that's because, true too you know I I wasn't involved in the Philadelphia experiment but could it have happened sure I'm I mean if you'd asked me when I was 18 I would have laughed you know like you're crazy but just like I knew 9-11 was coming and and I still thought it happened the way it happened and then to find out in my own you know <clears throat> with my own research with the 9-11 commission report i'll never forget how upset i was that and people would say well if you knew about it why didn't you stop it okay one guy if i just if i'd have been tom brokaw and got on the evening news and said it's going to happen yeah you know I would have been before I even got on the air. It would, I don't know. No, I, you know, could I be some psycho or the real thing is how do I account for the earth is moving through space? And if you time travel, when you come back, the earth is going to be in a different place. No, we're on the earth the whole time. <laughs> you know, we never mm. left the earth. You don't ever leave the earth, you know, right. look into gravity. One of the big secrets, part of the big secret is if you look into gravity, the further you get away from the earth, of course, gravity is less because you're getting further away from the, the mass of the planet. But the real question people must ask is why do we have to adjust time the further you get away from the earth? Why do you have to compensate for the distance from a satellite to the earth? And that was, um, you know, Arthur C. Clarke was the father of the modern day satellite. You know that? No, I didn't. Did you, were you aware of that? And he had to, when it, the first satellite that went up in the space, communication satellite, the timing was off. And they had to make the adjustments to the clock because the timing was off very small, minute amount. And it showed that time slowed down the further you got away from the Earth. How does anyone explain that? And that's proof 
That's it's published. It's out there. No, wait, is that a, why isn't that not just a I mean, isn't that something you learn in theoretical physics or, or are you saying something different than the classic, the, the twin paradox, the twin that lives in the, the, the tower versus the twin that lives on the surface? I mean, and, and one's aging at a slower rate than the one, uh, you know, lower, right? I believe it's something like that. But, but well, isn't that just a property of physics or, or are you saying something that's even more radical? They, yeah, no, I'm telling you something more radical. They do not discuss this. And the moment you ask outside of a time travel program, out of a, I don't mean a program podcast. I mean, like, if you're not in a time, time travel, I know why. Because of the training I have, the further you get away from Earth, time begins to slow down and stand still so what i'm saying is where the voyager is right now Mm -hmm. voyager one and voyager two based on that premise what time is it is five seconds it takes a minute for me to go from here to there okay it takes it takes a minute it takes me five minutes to talk about something on on the voyager it's stuck every tick of one second where it is in the universe is five or ten minutes based on you know if you do the math if someone does the math they'll quickly find out if just using arthur c clark's discovery in the 60s i mean and he was telling everybody in 2001 and 2010 those movies the books more so than the movie the books totally tell you if you read between the lines that there's no time is only here there's only time on planet earth there's no time anywhere else once you get away from earth there's no time but can you get away from earth Hmm. you know that's the question because now the moon is within our atmosphere if you look into it they've declared that within the last few years and now we still we can't go back to the moon because we can't go through the van allen belt the radiation's too much but how did we shield ourselves in the 60s? That's so, what I'm wondering. Right? Well, it doesn't need to be shielded. Are they saying now the Van Allen belt's within our atmosphere? Because if the moon's within our atmosphere, that means the Van Allen belt's within our atmosphere. So doesn't that seem like something's keeping us inside our atmosphere? So, you know, things to think about. That Wait a minute. So <laughs> is this, this is the big lie. Big secret. This it's is the big, big secret. secret. And you'll, we'll all discover it. The moment we're probably dead, you know, the moment we die. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, unless, unless there, I mean, if, but whether you believe in God or not, if you don't believe in God, if you believe you just die and you're dead, that's fine. But anyone that believes that once you die, there's more, I'm pretty sure whatever God someone might believe in, they're going to know the truth about some things. And I'm not saying I know the truth because I know someone that died or anything, but um, I know the big secret because of my job and things people have said. So what? Okay, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. You told me before we went into this whole interview that you wanted to reveal the bigger picture. That's something I, I will. At some point, I will, and and I'll get. Maybe what I do is get the TV show, the the episode. Uh, McFarlane was in. Um, 
it was a spoof on Star Trek. That Orville. Show. Orville. The episode where they go to a planet, they go to a large craft, a spaceship, and inside it, the people don't know they're living inside a spaceship. Yeah. You ever seen that episode? No, I haven't. You need to watch that episode. You're telling me that is what's happening. I'm saying there's a version of that. We're living inside this version, a version of that. Not, not like that show. Not exactly. I mean, that show is not a duplicate of what we're experiencing, <clears throat> but we're experiencing uh, in theoretical quantum physics, beyond theoretical quantum physics allows for um, there's spots of time. So if there is other, if you were able to have time on earth, could you imagine if you were part of a, part of a, like um, a plant, like, you know, how you have um, plants in a planter, you have like, yeah. you're getting ready to take them out and put them in a, you know, put them in a garden and you have them in a tray. Mm-hmm. If you imagine that we're in one of the trays and there are other trays, now whether that's dimensional <clears throat> or we're living inside i think there's no doubt that in the 50s with some of this stuff going on we learned a lot of stuff about you know antarctica they went down there and shot nuclear missiles straight up into the air um you ever heard of mark Sargent? no nah. oh my goodness mark Sargent has seven uh, vi- uh audio clips and they're all about 30 minutes each. He does a good he has a good idea of what's going on. So look into that sometimes. Does everybody uh, get privy knowledge? I mean, is that does everybody because look, you have the alien people, you have the time travel people, right. you have the secret space program people, which is kind of related to the alien people. Um, you know, they've said we've been to Mars. I mean, Andrew Bashago says we've been to Mars. He was part of the – that was the next project he was on in the early 80s. Um, wow. Uh, 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 what, do, what do you – does everybody uh, in these programs know the secret? Why did you get knowledge of the secret versus somebody else, if so? Um, if well, not, you rather. Know, well, going to Mars still fits within that that thing too because if you think about it, wouldn't that just be a different uh, spot in the in the tray, if you will? But, yeah, but like how does this big secret thing – here's my question for you. What is the difference between this why, – why is it a big secret? Because one could argue, well, isn't that just how we view God anyways in these religions? right. right. What is the big deal then? Why is it so offensive to believe it? Like, oh, I can't believe you'd say that and believe that. That's nuts. But yeah, on the other hand, I personally believe in reincarnation. So I don't know how all that plays into it. Because you want to talk about screwing with time travel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you don't even know who you might accidentally push and touch and end up in the same space. You know. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. Why am I privy to it? Because... Um, at some point in the future, everyone's going to be privy to it. And I don't mean within my official, you know, my time on earth. Uh, I think within the next hundred years, 
a lot more information is going to be available to people not you know and it's not uh it is because of the what's in control of our planet or our existence is going to let that be revealed i'm sure um now what do we first, look i mean there are a lot of theories about this yeah archons so. reptilian people are we part of are we on the moon is is are is this like a hologram and we're not even uh are we in a simulation i mean what <laughs> right yeah i mean since you started communicating with me has anything weird happened hmm. well certainly uh this whole <laughs> certainly this mandela effect thing has been tripping me up um i don't know has anything weird happened i watched the fourth matrix movie since we communicated mm -hmm. and it was terrible um that is... oh that's that, no that's expected so what you're saying to help you uh, we should go back in time and beg them not to make that fourth one please stop just stop yes yes uh, has anything you know, weird happened i i'm not particularly that i am consciously aware of okay well you know the simulation thing you know you have one of the wealthiest people in the world saying well you might be living in a simulation <laughs> you know and you're like well then if we're living in a simulation would you mind sharing your money with everybody you know, uh, <laughs> which right. I just like, you know what I mean? Split all your money out among like all of us, you know, I don't know. It'd be like five bucks a person, but still, I mean. <laughs> what kind of stuff are you hoping I would be aware? Are, are you implying that because I started talking to you, there is the people watching above us as the plants are going, ah, okay, now it's time to have fun with these two. Oh, no, I don't, I, no, no, you know, there's no way they care about the single back to the ant on the basketball there's no I mean, who cares you know we're an ant if there is a group of life forms that are above us that are watching us they only care as a general you know the system seeing the system or how it plays out maybe i wouldn't think they'd care so what what kind of weird that. stuff were you were you thinking i mean do you do you imagine weird stuff is going to happen now that i'm talking to you well you know putting what i put out on on uh, on the internet that how you found me um that was probably the stupidest thing i could have done and um why why <laughs> they don't know i mean you know if if you want to count the nsa knowing everything about everybody technology wise supposedly then you know they would be able to link it back but why would they even you know back to when i left they're not no one's going to believe you anyway basically so you know don't talk about it, but if you were to, because you went dimensional later in life, because you know, if I got Alzheimer's or I got dementia and I started telling people I used to work in this program, no one's going to believe it. And even now, as I talk to you, you're, you're looking at 10% of your listeners are even going to believe, believe what I'm saying, or, you know, be open-minded enough to investigate certain things is there a way um, to investigate this i mean look i can look up the ley lines thing i can look up the arkansas uh tunnel um certainly 1938 though i don't really know if there's any literature about 1938 nah, time travel yeah, anywhere no no i mean the energy consumption in 1938 at norfolk and right you know that would be because you wouldn't hide there was no you know 
the power I had to draw from the public then. Yeah, why are you uh, the one whistleblower, quote-unquote whistleblower uh, of, of this case? I mean, there uh, is there anybody out there? Do you know? It, it, this is the thing that I found interesting about you. You do not seem to be somebody that is hanging out at a UFO convention. You're not. You don't have a book that you're peddling. You're not, as far as I know, you, you you're not talking about how you now offer consultative psychic reading sessions with people. I mean, you're just a regular person that is telling this story, which right. in a way makes me go, "What? Who who is this man? Why is right. he talking about this? And why does it seem that?" you're not part of some circuit of alternative energy that that's what intrigues me about you uh i'm, I'm trying to remember your your fake name now because i oh yeah uh, layman layman <laughs> you know i mean what so i guess it does beg the question um why did you decide to come forward and and start talking about this uh you know i just i decided that um, I, I was given about five years to live six or seven years ago. They didn't really direct me, tell me that, but, um, I have a medical condition that I'm not going to be around forever. And, <clears throat> and really I was in the mood to get it off my chest. And even though I didn't put the whole, I mean, to lay it out where I put it out there, um, wasn't going to be, it wasn't the proper place, but I knew people, oh, I was going to take a, a hit, you know, people are, oh, they were so brutal and you could, you would answer the question and people aren't, they, they weren't going to be open to, you know, hearing me out. So I thought, you know, and then you reached out and I thought, why not tell it now? I mean, there's things that no one's ever thought of and known about they've never figured it out on their own <clears throat> the whole va the whole retirement there's no doubt that there's listeners i'm guaranteeing over the next years of people listening to this they're gonna they're gonna know someone at least because if people knew how many you got to think back in terms of how many people have been involved as time travelers you well, know that's what i'm wondering too i mean if it is so many how are they so good at keeping it under wraps well, because like I said before, who's going to believe this? Who's going to believe the Mildreds of the world? A little old lady saying, you know, I was involved in this time travel program. See, when I, you know, when I talked to her, she knew I was in the program. So she spoke freely about things. And I, but I said, have you ever told anyone? She's like, who would I tell? Who would believe me? So no one's ever going to believe these these why would they tell you what would they gain they would gain nothing except ridicule so same thing with me <clears throat> my wife knows i'm probably she knows i'm talking to you and uh yeah she, i'm sorry you know, sorry if i'm cheating you out of dinner right now <laughs> no like, and she's no no and she she understands that you know from a medical standpoint i'm not going to be around forever what can they do but um you know, because she doesn't need, you know, it's a pretty good compensation program. You know, you don't have to, there's no stress. Um, you know, medical is the only thing, you know, if you're at the end of your, if you're not going to be around much longer, maybe, you know, you'd be willing to come out and tell people things. But, you know, 
I'm not a time traveler, so that's one of the benefits. Yes. Yeah, you said you, you, you could put me in contact with some of that was. Is that even true? Yeah, you know, I probably could because, you know, <laughs> even though you accidentally, <laughs> even though I don't know that people I worked with, their real names, um, there are some people you become uh, pretty close to, you know, that uh, um, either accidentally or, you know, things accidentally get included with, like, if I were to give you, like, uh, a gift at work, um, my library card might be in it or something, you know, mm. by accident, of course, or something. So you might actually, you might actually accidentally find out someone's real name. And then, you know, <clears throat> when you leave the program, you, you're, you know, you're never going to be able to find the other people. You're never going to, you know, the, your direct coworkers, but, but the time travelers, um, you know, they might actually know you, they might actually get to know your names. You know what I mean? Like not there, like they would call red, red. But behind the scenes, they probably have more access to information than they could reach out to you. Interesting. Um, so so this it, person that you know, did they reach out to you? Did you reach out to them? Did you see them in a common area and said, hey, wait a minute, were we part of something? I mean, what, what was it? <laughs> you know, uh, well, I told you I went for like three years after I left, I did a job that was uh, that I, I can't discuss. And. Uh, after that i went into the private sector and i ran into uh you know if you run into some people you know in the private sector you can run into people you know just in everyday life and then um people look familiar and some things can be you know i'll talk to the person that i if i know a time traveler i will talk to them and see if they're willing to talk um we won't connect them to you. I'm just curious about your relationship to this person. Um, hey, look, this is oh, – there's just so much here. There's so much yeah, here. Um, we, can, we can give it 10 more minutes and then wrap it up, or what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> – Ask anything. I'll, I'll, I'll literally – I'll answer anything I can. Um, was know. there an – can you say the name of this project? Oh, Boy. Uh, let me think about that one. Now, that okay. one there is a name. The though. moment there is I a say name. it, there's going to be a billion Googles on it, you realize. <laughs> well, I was going to say, is there anything well, that we can Google between the lines here um, that would point us to the origins of this project or whatnot? I mean, they really probably, uh, obviously, Google wouldn't have it, but... Like I mentioned, it is curious to me that you're one of the few people that has ever come forward and said anything particularly about this specific project that I know of. But we've heard of Project Looking Glass. Um, people have said that's a thing going on. Uh, like I mentioned before, Montauk. Um, I just wonder, what is uh, – is there anybody – I mean – Maybe you don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if there's anybody else in the public sphere that is a whistleblower that has direct ties to this particular project. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. I mean, I I could describe I, I could describe red. You know, I could there are certain people I could talk about using their nicknames 
and if they recognize themselves, but then, you know, uh, what if I'm wrong that, that the exit interview type situation, you know, what if, what if things said, you know, you're, who's going to be willing to risk saying, any, first of all, even if you met another person that, that confirmed what I was saying, then it's two delusional, crazy people, you know? How do you not know? You wouldn't know if that person's maybe my like my best friend. That's he's also delusional, or or he's a fiction writer or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, no, another person to confirm it is really a horrible idea, and that's what's crazy about it. It's like um, I, my wife's super super intelligent, and she is she's very realistic. So for her not to be concerned that I'm telling you this because now if you were uh, don't take this wrong if you were the evening news I think she would first of all it would be weird they wouldn't bring me on you know so that's never going to happen so me talking in a podcast is not concerning to her so it's not concerning to anyone else because you know whatever there's always going to be naysayers out there that say well, what about this? He's not answering that. Well, I'm open to any questions. The name of the project that um, I don't want you to again. I don't want them to off you just because you did. Oh this. no, but you know, black projects are listed. You know, if you were to find me, you would just find me as an ex-employee of the Navy. I'm sure. You know, if you were to go through, you know, I already mentioned USAA. You're not going to find. You know. You, you could be an independent consultant for the Navy or you could be, you know, um, uh, in, in any project name is it's not going to be related to this. You know, it's it, no doubt it would be an actual project. Like you would find paperwork, but it would always be something else. So if I called it looking glass, you know, See, I mean, it's so hard to answer that kind of question. I can give you details on, like, I can I can relate stories that I've heard from travelers and things like that. But what, what you know, what if I'm just really good at history? How does that validate me? It, it doesn't. Mm. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> look, obviously, I, I, I'm hoping you, you can get some more validation just because of uh, – um, I, I, I do think that is one of the – well, look, I, I don't think you're out there to – make a big stink about this. That's what Bishago did. He went on hundreds of radio programs and wow. uh, told the same exact story. That That's one of the things that he has in his favor. Um, he also has... There's there's a lot of strange corroborating evidence, uh, including that photo of him with Abe Lincoln where you can see the cheekbone without the X-ray technology at the time. Um, he says that's in the middle of a jump. And then uh, the other thing being that his dad is... There was a patent that was discovered involving bismuth crystals, uh, which is one of the ways that he, he said time travel was possible. Um, so it was once that patent was found after he'd been saying this and tons and tons of interviews, that at least at the very at the very minimum makes you go, huh, I wonder if there's something here. So I'm just wondering, um, beyond the Norfolk, Virginia thing, is there anything tangible that you can point to that would make people go, you know what? 
Lehman is uh, this corroborates with Lehman's story about the military or the government having this technology. Yeah. Well, not to just not to have you ever seen Basiago's like birth certificate or driver's license? No, I haven't. I haven't actually. Right. So what if you go look for a patent by Westla and he was my, and there was, my father has patents, not to say, could it be that he, not to say he did this and I'm not, I'm just saying you could go find, okay, there's an artificial sun patent out on Google patents that I saw years ago. Right. You know, why, what do we need that for? <laughs> what is that? You know, you could take patents and I'm not saying that patent's not, I mean, it's a real patent, but you know, patents in the past, you could patent something that didn't actually work. I'm not saying this is the case with this, but you get my point. There's, uh, I mean, I could probably create a, I could create an artificial paper trail that would match up with my story. But you believe right now there is not any paper out there in the public that could possibly shed light on the truth of what you've said tonight. There's nothing out oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely not. Except for the fact, if you start looking at quantum physics, believe it or not, a ton of this information is out on Wikipedia. Wikipedia? You're telling me I didn't even have to do this interview? I could have just... That's what I did to get through high school tests before the teachers banned it because it was too easy. Those were the wonder years, by the way, before teachers caught wind that we were all doing it. It's all on Wikipedia, huh? What else is on this Wikipedia? Alright, so we got a little bit of this dome, flat earther, cleanest sort of thing going on. But wait till you hear what Wesla has to say about the movement. I didn't think it could get any wilder. Final part coming this week. Take care, everybody. And thanks, Rodney McGilfrey, for the theme music. I appreciate it.